0: Here's your host, A. Gregory Luna.
1: Hello, everybody. This is A. Gregory Luna. Of course, you can call me Gregory. Welcome back to another episode of Holistic Health News. I hope you're doing well today. Before we begin talking about what's lurking in your detergent, the website is Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the articles and essential oil recipes and reviews of commonly eaten foods. It's a really pretty website that Kate the co-founder of NPE, created a few years back when we started this endeavor. Also, by Confessions of an Obese Child, my ebook. it's only $2.99 on Amazon Kindle and Barnes & Noble Nook. If you want a fast, fun read with some poignancy and levity about what it's like to grow up fat and how to lose the weight, read it. It's fun. We have a crowdfunding account through Patreon. Go to the episode notes and click on the link. It's patreon.com forward slash naturopathic earth donate some money five dollars ten dollars whatever you can but donate something because you come back week after week year after year to listen to this content the least you can do is contribute some money even if it's a few shekels use amazon links commonly found in the recipes of the articles at naturopathic earth to get to amazon anything you purchase within 24 hours going through our link we get a two percent commission and no expense to you they don't like add on or tack on the price that's another way to help us out lastly i'm a paleo inspired health coach if you want some hands-on guided weight loss tips i can be your guru and i can help you out all right guys let's go talk about detergent All right, why did I wanna talk about detergent? Well, because we we haven't really done one on, I guess, clothes-related specific topics. We've done some on makeup, like with parabens, and certainly we've covered things that are lurking in Roundup, glyphosate. And we have the episode way back on common class one IARC carcinogens lurking in the house. But we haven't done one on detergent. And look, see, we can all clean up our diet. We just had that episode about how poor diets link directly to cancer. And we can buy organic and turn off our routers and put our phones in airplane mode and kind of avoid parabens and phthalates and fluoride to a certain extent. But detergent, detergent's a separate issue. And that's one commonality that we all have is that we all wash our, our clothes. And we really don't think about it, but our detergents, Similar to all the chemicals that we have, perhaps in our pantry, all the 401 and the 409, 409, all the 409, the Fabuloso, the pie and saw, all the cleaners, the carpet cleaners, the plug-ins. I mean, if we know those chemicals are bad for us, why would it be any different that the same companies that make those things make detergents? Why would detergents be any different? And unfortunately, they're really not. So we're going to cover some scary things that are in your detergent that we don't want to expose ourselves to. So look, the the truth is commercial laundry detergents can impact your health in a negative way. And the the biggest thing is that laundry care product manufacturers, like, you know, I don't know who makes the, the Tide or whoever, are not required to list all the laundry detergent ingredients on their packaging. And the ingredients that are listed may be vague or uninformative. Like last time, lots of times we'll see fragrance, right, or perfume, and we think, oh, that's, that's perfume, but it's parfum, similar to how they put vanillin instead of vanilla in our food. Natural flavors, artificial flavors, natural colorings, these are common things you see in ingredient lists in foods. But, for example, like fragrance may refer to hundreds of different chemicals. Even options boasting to be fragrance-free, so the ones that you might buy, let's say, at Whole, Whole Foods, may include synthetic fragrances. So it's really hard to keep track of, of which chemicals are bad and what whatnot. But there was a study that was done at UW, University of Washington, which is beautiful, right? Seattle is beautiful, especially when the sun's out <laughs> and the weather's relatively warm. I remember Katie and I went there two summers ago, and uh, we were lucky. We had a week of pure sun in Seattle, then we went over to Vancouver Island, which is gorgeous. If I could live anywhere, it'd be up there, at least when the sun's out. But... There was a study done at University of Washington that revealed that many of the top-selling laundry products emitted a host of dangerous chemicals. Products included dryer sheets, fabric softeners, laundry detergent, and air fresheners. Researchers found hundreds of VOCs, volatile organic compounds, None of which were listed on the product labels. Oh, we have an episode on VOCs. It's probably around, ooh, episode 70-ish. The most common VOCs are going to be the ones that, are, are, that come off of mattresses, new furniture, paint is probably the most famous one. These just kind of emit all the time off of new uh, furniture and so forth because, um, you know, they have to spray adhesives and so forth to keep things clean together like like cars right when, when you buy a brand new car it's emitting a lot of vocs and that's just not the new car smell but in general a lot of the adhesives and the varnish they put on it are, are freshly applied and so they're still emitting the vocs for quite some time all right so let's go through some of these issues that we need to worry about that are in detergent all right so the first one's gonna be fragrance As stated previously, this word refers to hundreds of chemicals, and the vast majority of these chemicals are not even used to clean. This touch is simply to make you believe that your clothes are clean based on what you smell, right? Oh, a beautiful fragrance or lavender fragrance. According to the EWG, who's the, the Environmental Working Group, guys, you need to go to their website. Have it as one of your favorites. They have great apps, but the EWG is perhaps most famous for their app called Skin Deep, which all of you ladies need to have on your phone because it's a humongous database and you can type in whatever cosmetic or that you use and it'll tell you how toxic it is. Also, they're known for their Dirty Dozen, their annual list of pesticide-laden fruits and vegetables. So, And they do much more than that. But the EWG says fragrances are counted the top five allergens that can trigger asthma attacks. They've also revealed that 75% of fragrances contain phthalates we have an episode on phthalates or on episode 70 which have been linked to diabetes obesity and hormone disruption our favorite we love the endocrine disruptors all those xenoestrogens that you commonly see in plastics and fluoride and parabens and a host of other things even natural fragrances or essential oils and detergents may be processed with harmful solvents because it is less expensive than distillation Another ingredient that might be troublesome in our detergents are surfactants. There are many types of cleaning agents used in laundry detergents. One type is petroleum distillate or naphtha. Naphtha. Naphthas reminds me of napalm. I don't know why I'm thinking of Vietnam War and that stuff. They used to stick to people's flesh. Napalm, naphtha, derived from synthetic crude oil, are used to dissolve grease and grime. Research has linked naphthas to damage of the mucous membranes and lungs as well as inflammation, asthma, and even cancer. Another highly toxic cleaning agent found in laundry detergent is phenol. Some people are very sensitive to this substance and can experience severe side effects when exposed, including la muerte, death. This chemical is absorbed rapidly by the skin and the toxin is spread quickly throughout the entire body. Damaging the central nervous system, the blood vessels, the heart, and the kidneys. And those are all things we don't want to hurt. Surfactants, yeah. So surfactants is a general kind of term of different chemicals that are put in there to dissolve the grease and grime. Um, they had mentioned petroleum-based stuff. And when I think of petroleum-based things, I think of food dyes. Food dyes come from petroleum. Um I also think of propylene glycol, which is commonly found in food, that's essentially engine oil, that's another petroleum-based thing. It's all bad stuff, people. Third thing we need to worry about are bleach. Household bleach, sodium hypochlorite, is commonly known for its extremely toxic properties. Some people attribute bleach to more household poisonings than in any other chemical. When it reacts with organic materials in the environment, it generates chlorinated VOCs, volatile organic compounds, which are very toxic and are considered human carcinogens. If bleach is used in the workplace, OSHA, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, requires that a mask and glove be worn. In addition, scientists will only handle bleach with gloves, at least they should, a mask and ventilation. Do you regularly use bleach in your laundry? Do you wear gloves and a mask? Probably not. Let me tell you, when I used to live in an apartment, I used because I was so lazy. It was a the typical ceramic tub, right? And um, I, I've always, you know, I don't mind sweeping and mopping and cleaning the the kitchen sink and all that, but but bathtubs. I'm really bad at cleaning mat- bathtubs and, and showers, and so. I would just get bleach and just kind of open it up and just kind of pour it around in the bathtub. And what ended up happening is that it corroded the porcelain, the outer porcelain. It corroded it to the point where it was peeling off. And I couldn't use the bathtub because there were holes in it. And needless to say, when I moved out, I had to pay a heavy penny for that. But again, you're like, bleach is strong. Yes, it cleans, But it's very, very potent. So chlorine bleach is very potent and highly corrosive substance that can irritate your eyes, skin, and respiratory tract. When bleach is mixed with other cleaners, things can only get worse. Noxious gases from mixing can be fatal. If bleach is swallowed, it can cause permanent damage of the mouth and throat. It's like drinking Drano. You don't want to do that. You're going to burn out your esophagus. Continued exposure to bleach is highly dangerous as toxins build up in blood and build up in the body over time. This can stress out, of course, your livers, which is your big washing machine, your kidneys, and lungs. In addition, exposure to chlorine has also been linked to breast cancer. Uh-oh, I might get gynecomastia. I might get some and galacteria. i get some male male breast cancer after all my exposure to that poor bathtub. All right, let's go to another baddie, dioxane. Oh, dioxin's classic. Dioxane made by DuPont, I think, or Monsanto. Dioxane's a class one carcinogen. But 1,4-dioxane, also known as dioxane or diethylene oxide, is a chemical byproduct of ethoxylation, an inexpensive shortcut process companies use to produce softer, sudsier detergents because this is not an intentional ingredient rather than contaminate manufacturers are not required to listen on product labels Uh oh this contaminant is a known carcinogen yeah dioxin is a class one car- carcinogen maybe we need to do an episode on the history of dioxin because i remember i think it was um oh i think it was dupont i think we covered it in the episode on fluoride where DuPont started dumping dioxin to a bunch of things back in the 40s, but they were telling people, oh, no, this isn't bad for you. And And then the the white papers, of course, came out 20 years later showing that they knew the whole time that dioxin was bad. They were still dumping it everywhere. And fortunately, like other chemicals found in laundry products, dioxin is highly toxic, and almost two-thirds of all the commercial detergents are contaminated with this chemical. The U.S. EPA considers dioxin to be a rising threat to public water supply. Yeah, but wait, there's more. If you call within the next ten minutes, you're gonna get five more toxins: phosphates and EDTA. Yeah, phosphates are used to make detergents more effective in hard water. They break down dirt particles and remove stains from by softening the water and allowing suds to form more freely thereby enhancing the cleaning power. Phosphates remain active even after the wastewater treatment processes. They end up in river and lakes where they act as a toxic fertilizer. In the water system, they increase algae growth, which suffocates marine life by starving them of oxygen. Phosphates have been commonly known to be dangerous since the 1970s. Therefore, many laundry detergent manufacturers have eliminated them from their formulas. Yay! Oh, but a bait and switch like BPA and BPS... Now, in their place, we find EDTA ethylene diamine tetraacetic acid, while not as harmful as phosphates, EDTA is still quite toxic it 's been found in labs to kill cells and damage DNA in laboratory animals. <gasps> yay <laughs> it matches phosphate's ability to withstand the wastewater treatment process and does not biodegrade readily Now, EDTA is one of those ingredients that a uh, whole paycheck does not allow to be. Uh, A product that contained EDTA cannot be sold at Whole Foods. Food and detergent, soap, shampoos, and otherwise. So EDTA is found in food. Yeah, another baddie. And yet another toxic ingredient found in our detergent, we got LAS, linear alkyl benzene sulfonates, linear alkyl benzene sulfonates, LAS, Our synthetic petrochemicals. Again, gas companies, you know, you think oil and gas, they just sell us oil and gas, but they sell these byproducts that they put in our food, into our homes. You might see them listed as Anionic surfactants on the product label las is one of the more common surfactants used in detergent and may comprise up to 30 percent of a product's total weight carcinogenic and reproductive toxins such as benzene are released into the environment during the production process here the ewg does classify las as a product causing some level of concern to the environment now go back to benzene benzene we commonly see in um, and candles, like oxybenzone, oxybenzene. We also see benzene in um, sunscreens. So coming now that the summer is rolling around, remember, guys, sunscreen. Stay away from them. Only use the ones that have as its active ingredient, either titanium dioxide or magnesium oxide. But LAS, another baddie. Another malo, malissimo chemical found in laundry detergents. We have no niphenol exo NPE, NPE, like the website. It's a type of inexpensive non-ionic surfactant. It is banned substance in Canada and the EU, but can still be found in the good old USA. Oh, just like... Uh, non-stick teflon right I had to go to that episode on nonstick cookware NPE carries a long list of health adversities including damage to fetal development and eh, who cares about the babies and physical functions the Sierra Club labeled NPE the gender bender chemical in a paper on NPE cleanup project exposure to NPE causes interference with the hormones of fish and shellfish, causing the animal to develop both male and female sex organs Oh, come on. You're just way overreacting. What's wrong with every animal having both male and female organs? It could just have sex with itself, right? Come on. All right, let's finish up. okay you know it's it's sad because you hear about these kids these little toddlers that find those little pods those tide pods because they look like big gummy bears and they eat them and then some of them get hospitalized and some even die So parents, if any of you use those little pods, make sure you have them high up and the kids can't get to them. Now, the idiot teenagers, of course, there's the Tide Pod Challenge that was pretty big about four or five months ago. These kids deserve to die. I mean, if you're that stupid to be eating these things, I think it's almost like Darwinian that you deserve to have uh, some long-term health effects or die. Because you're, you're, you're willfully swallowing chemicals in the in the event to be cool and and all the cool peer pressure and I got to get more likes on Instagram or snap or whatever. So don't be, don't be an idiot. And parents don't raise idiot kids who want to intentionally eat laundry detergent. All right. So like, here's some problems with large laundry detergent. You can buy like seventh generation. There's, there are companies that will remove some of these products and chemicals but honestly they can't remove all of them now you can make your own homemade laundry detergent uh it's not too too hard to do it i will preface this by saying like if you want to use a fabric softener try putting a little half cup of vinegar white vinegar in the rinse cycle instead if you're looking to uh Kind of pre-stain, pre-treat some stains. You can use baking soda and water. That's not a problem. But look, making your own homemade laundry detergent really isn't too hard. There's a couple that you can find online. Maybe I'll actually publish one of these. Or, uh, But uh, you typically use some baking soda and then use some lemon juice and some washing soda and some seesaw. And then you can buy some bar soap. And that's borax-free. Now, there are some that use borax and some people have issues with borax. Um, there's another ingredient that you can just use hot water, baking soda, castile soap, and then some drops of lavender essential oils. So I'll see if I can remember to put up one of these recipes up on the website so you can use a natural laundry detergent because we want to stay away from these toxins. And look, not not to mention, they are expensive to buy this laundry detergent. And again, these come these companies just like when you buy your shampoo and your deodorant, you are a lifelong customer buying these things forever because we all need to wash our clothes so just be weary and disconnect don't think that the the do-it-yourself recipes don't work use them they're cheaper and they're not as toxic just because it's not in our food or not in our air it's not electromagnetic radiation doesn't mean they're not toxins that's the whole mission statement of mpe and of holistic health news is to expose all toxins all toxins in the house and god knows they come in all forms so guys hit the subscribe button it takes you two seconds go check out the new episodes of katie's essential apothecary we have one on lavender which is a classic one uh, frankincense which i think is the most downloaded and listened to one and then we have the new ones which are eucalyptus fasta australian for And then we have one on rosemary. So go check those out. And then listen to the new Confessions of an Obese Child. I did an interview with Jimmy, who is a young male, formerly overweight. Go check that out as well. And, of course, check out all the old episodes and share this with your friends and post a review for all three podcasts. It means a lot to me. Until next time, take care. God bless. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening to NPE Radio and Holistic Health News. Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Holistic News Now and at our Facebook page at Naturopathic Earth. Please consider a donation at patreon.com slash earth. Buy the confessions of an obese child ebook on Amazon or Barnes & Noble Nook. Consider subscribing to our podcast. And as always, please post an honors review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to this. And remember, the core belief at NPE. Let food be thy medicine. Let nature be thy healer. Until next time. Music courtesy of Nine Inch Nails.